Welcome to the Digital From Day One podcast. Our aim is to build a bridge by creating content that will pique interest, spark conversations, and encourage further innovations that will ultimately build a more informed and prepared pipeline of learners headed for the 21st century workforce. Hi, my name is Brendan Dickerson, and joining me as always is Joelle Nelson. Today, we'll be listening to a discussion with the manager of talent acquisition at Honda North America, Scott McAmey. How are you doing today, Scott? I'm doing well, Brendan. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing pretty well myself. We would really like to just dive right in, which yeah. what we do usually with our guests. And can you just, you know, let us know a little bit about your backstory on, you know, what propelled your interest in manufacturing and um, how you got to where you are today? Sure. Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on the podcast. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to share and uh, give a little bit of background on what Honda is doing in, uh, in our partnerships. So a little bit about me, my background. Uh, I'm originally from the Chicago area and got interested in engineering because of technology. And so uh, one of the first in my family, uh, or actually the first in my family go to college, uh, didn't quite understand what engineering was, graduated with an engineering uh, technology degree and found an opportunity with Honda and really pursued Honda because not only because of the brand image and the great quality that Honda is known for, but again, the technology is what brought me to Honda and in the manufacturing engineering role, uh, I ended up uh, learning a lot and I've been there now for over 30 years. So I've had an opportunity to uh, move across the organization and get involved with uh, engineering. But now, like you mentioned, talent acquisition. So bringing um, skilled and qualified individuals into the organization uh, to con continue to uh, provide great products uh, for our customers. Right, right. And so if you can, uh, to kind of give us a little bit more information about what your day-to-day -day role is uh, sure. within Honda and what the impact is for technology on your role. And, and maybe even to an extension, the, the business of, of Honda and what you all do, you know, so is yeah. whether it be, uh, you know, things related to how you use technology to do your work or even, you know, how technology impacts the, the manufacturing process there, there at Honda. Yeah, it's, and it's, uh, it's a great and favorite topic of mine, a lot of passion around technology. So as I mentioned, uh, technology is what brought me to Honda in Ohio. We have um, uh, about, let's see, four uh, different manufacturing facilities here in central Ohio, uh, two um, auto frame plants uh, where we build sedans and, and CRVs. Uh, we have the, the largest engine facility in the world at, in Anna, Ohio, um, out west. We build over a million engines a year there. Uh, we have a transmission plant in Russell's Point. Um, and we have uh, a, a smaller manufacturing operation called our Performance Manufacturing Center, where we build the only supercar in the United States, the NSX. Um, so that's right uh, down the street from the Marysville Auto Plant. Uh, and technology obviously plays a major role in our ability uh, to build uh, the quality products that we do. And it's changed substantially uh, since the time that I hired on back in uh, 1990, uh, where we're, we were using um, robotics that were um, hydraulically and pneumatically driven to servo driven and computer controlled uh, um, 
robotics and automation. It's completely different um, than when I started on as an engineer uh, over 30 years ago. Uh, for me and my role now um, in acquisition, um, that plays into uh, the type of skill sets uh, that my recruiting team and our hiring managers are looking for because just in a span of the last 10 years, technology has changed uh, so much. Um, and, uh, you know, with the um, now stepping into the internet of things and that impact on automation and manufacturing, uh, we have uh, individuals and associates in our operations that are using devices such as their uh, smartphone to uh, troubleshoot equipment breakdowns and to communicate uh, with the equipment on the floor, just as an example. Um, so we're constantly working um, with uh, our hiring managers and um, our production team to understand the skills and knowledge that are required to operate, um, uh, maintain, and implement uh, that type of technology within our operations. Um, but even in my team, so my team is responsible for um, recruiting and hiring um, associates from not just here in central Ohio, but our Honda manufacturing operations across the United States, including Indiana, Alabama, Georgia, North and South Carolina, uh, where we build uh, power equipment products uh, such as lawnmowers, um, uh, side-by-sides and ATVs, as well as um, our uh, SUVs and uh, minivans. So it's a, a wide span of produ uh, products that we produce. And my team is recruiting uh, for all of those professional uh, roles, including those technical roles. And for us, um, you know, the, the challenges around technology are there in what we do every day too. Um, so we need uh, platforms that allow us to um, attract uh, uh, diverse, skilled uh, applicants and candidates into our operations to reach out to them um, at their different schools, within their different organizations, and then be able to easily and effectively uh, pass those candidates on um, to our team. So we're looking at uh, different types of platforms and techniques um, to do that, where we're able to communicate constantly um, and consistently and effectively with candidates looking for our opportunities. Our challenge is getting the word out on how wonderful Honda is and, and what we can do. Um, so the technology uh, platforms that have been put out now in terms of um, the use of um, applicant tracking systems and databases um, and uh, recently chat boxes to communicate and have a more of a one-on-one -on -one feel with candidates so that we're providing them with um, information in uh, 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 an effective and short amount of time is important for us. Um, the uh, impact of COVID-19 and the pandemic on our operations is substantial as well. And there's an intersection with technology there. So uh, for us, um, COVID-19 has impacted our manufacturing operations as it has impacted um, all manufacturing operations and, and businesses um, across the world. And uh, where technology has come in for us in our um, efforts to identify candidates for student co-op positions. So we offer internships for young people 
um, that are in college today looking for opportunities in business, um, in HR, in manufacturing and engineering. And uh, we typically physically go out to campuses and recruit. Um, we're unable to do that now because of the pandemic. So what we're doing is we're pivoting and leveraging partnerships that we have uh, with uh, vendors of ours to conduct virtual um, interviews and uh, collect information virtually. So that's a learning, you know, we're going through a learning curve there with my own, uh, my own team in terms of um, how we need to use technology in order to interface um, with these candidates and uh, applicants that are looking for these opportunities. That's great. You know, and the work that you do at Honda is, is so great now, you know, for um, our community, but also just nationwide and, and globally as well, too. Um, can you also just, you know, give our listeners, you know, some information on some different work that you're also doing in the community? Um, I see here, you know, you serve as, you know, the chairman of the Ohio Manufacturing Association uh, Sector Partnership. You know, you're also a co-chairman on the Columbus City Schools, you know, STEM Industry uh, Council. So can you just uh, expand a little bit on those areas as well for our listeners? Yeah. I'm very fortunate in, in the fact that uh, Honda allows me to um, also work in the workforce development space, Brennan, as you just mentioned. Uh, it's very important to us, um, not only from a, a recruiting perspective, um, but we really want to be a part of the communities in, in which we uh, uh, manufacture and supply our products. And so for us uh, at Honda, it's important that we're engaging um, with a variety uh, of educators, uh, a variety of uh, different communities. And uh, for me in workforce development, um, it's, this is a real passion of mine. This is, this is the work that I, I really love to do. Um, so a couple examples that you had mentioned, um, the uh, Columbus City School STEM Industry Council is one that is uh, very near and dear to my heart. Um, we, uh, over the last several years, have been a member and supporter of that organization. And it's made up of uh, volunteers from business, uh, the local community businesses, uh, both large and small companies, uh, Honda, AEP, Kokosing, as well as uh, some other uh, smaller uh, engineering and, and, and technical consulting groups uh, come together with educators um, to uh, provide uh, career um, preparation, college and career preparation for high school students um, in um, Columbus City School STEM programs. And uh, we're uh, really excited to be involved with that. And uh, we recognize the benefits of engaging with those students. Um, so I have recruiters, uh, professional recruiters on my team, for example, um, that provide um, um, interview workshops with the students after those students have gone through uh, um, resume writing and personal uh, statement writing workshops. And then we um, have uh, also an opportunity uh, to provide some professionals to engage with them. So we've been a partner with that organization for a long time and we plan to continue to support that uh, where those students then ends in, uh, culminates in an uh, internship opportunity for them. Um, so we're, we're really happy to be a part of that. Um, in addition to that, um, I partnered actually uh, with Joel in the past um, and COSI and Columbus State Community College um, on uh, Young Men of Color in STEM 
uh, workday workshop, and uh, I, uh, we introduce um, uh, middle school uh, uh, males of color from Columbus City Schools, uh, uh, middle schools, uh, to technology and Honda careers. Um, I invite associates um, uh, that look like them um, so that they can see and talk to and understand uh, what the opportunities are uh, in manufacturing um, and in Honda right here um, in their own backyards. Uh, so um, we really uh, enjoy doing that and uh, we look forward to continuing that and always evolving it over the last uh, few years. Um, in addition to that, uh, we partner uh, with our uh, local career centers, um, which we find uh, a great pipeline of talent for us, and then um, other STEM schools, as well as community colleges across the region, inclu including Columbus State. Um, and those are great feeders for our equipment service or industrial maintenance technician program. Um, our challenge is, quite honestly, um, having enough resources to continue to engage. Um, and that's another area where we're kind of pivoting and looking at uh, virtual uh, opportunities. And we'll have one coming up in October 2nd with our manufacturing day where we're kind of uh, shifting from in-person tours, which we've been giving often um, to local schools, um, to inviting uh, those in virtually and having conversations about manufacturing uh, during the month of October. So we're gonna continue with that. But this uh, work, external workforce development pipeline is important to us. It's important that parents and students understand the opportunities in manufacturing. And uh, just as important, it's, it's important for uh, educators to know um, pathways that their students can take uh, to get into these robust career opportunities. And I've been able to be a part of uh, some of that work and, and it's been amazing to see and, and uh, Probably the most fun I've had is, is coming out to the, the, the uh, Marysville uh, yeah. plant and seeing all the. I'm like, this is robots. Like these yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not. This is. It's one thing this you know to hear about it and even see right. it in the I video or whatnot, yeah. but when you get that out there and you actually see it and then actually see those those young people see it too, I think it yeah. it, it can't help but but kind of spark their interest. Yeah, I um, agree. Yeah, and and so. Uh, you've talked about that, and you even you know, uh, as Brendan mentioned, you you you're part of some leadership uh, work even across the state of Ohio yeah. in relation to um, workforce development, uh, particularly in that area of manufacturing and, and things of that nature. Uh, and then you earlier you talked a little bit about how uh, COVID nineteen and this whole situation has um, you know impacted the work that you're doing. Yes. Um, you know, particularly in your area and then even in the manufacturing work that's being done related uh, in, uh, with, with Honda. What, what I wanted to see is if you can, uh, from your perspective, how do we um, prepare our, our young people for uh, similar uh, challenges or similar crises that might come up in the future? Um, so that they're more prepared as, as um, both students and eventually uh, employees or workers to, to handle some of these things or even um, be a part of the solution on the front end. So, uh, you know, as you, is that something that is part of the conversation? Is that something that, you know, uh, or is there personal things that you um, 
may have already thought about and Honda may have already thought about in terms of how do we then prepare this pipeline so that they're more prepared for situations like these that, that might come along in, in the future? Yeah, I, uh, Joel, I, I think that that's a very important question. And I, I think um, as your, your podcast uh, efforts are, uh, it's, it's important for, I think, our um, ability to continue to move forward um, as a region, um, as a state of Ohio, and as, as a country. Um, and so Honda has, has been thinking about this. Um, there are two activities that are going on in, in general. One activity is um, really preparing our own associates to adapt to the new environment and new situation. Um, part of what we do at Honda is look at constantly scaling up our resources and providing our resources with opportunities to learn and develop. One of those areas um, in that we're doing that in is through our business resource groups. So we have various business resource groups within Honda that allow um, associates to come together around a particular common thread, interest, or characteristic. We have LGBTQ BRG, we have African American BRGs, we have um, uh, BRGs uh, for uh, women empowerment. Um, one of those BR business resource groups that we have is called Brain. And it's really around those in the organization that are interested in data analytics. And I think um, data analytics and the, the study and understanding of how to bring people together to generate ideas based on data and to come up with innovative ideas gets to the question uh, that you posed. And I think that uh, it's important for uh, the U.S. And, and here in Ohio for us to begin to provide K-12 students with exposure to understanding data, um, understanding how to um, analyze data, collect data, and then bring their thoughts to how they can be creative in solving solutions. Um, part of what we're doing internally is holding ha uh, hackathons, and it's allowing associates to come together around a particular problem that one may bring to the table uh, to come up with these innovative solutions and ideas. I know some of that is happening in K-12, and uh, young people are really uh, getting an opportunity to come together. And it's not just about coding, although many times there's a, a coding element, but I think it's more about uh, solving solutions and understanding um, how systems work. So I think um, what would be important for us to do going forward from an education and learning perspective is um, exposing young people to the understanding of um, systems and data, and then um, solving problems in small teams. Uh, I, I think that the more we're able to do that, um, the more innovative and, and the more um, those students will be, be prepared to continue to learn how to do that and apply that to uh, whatever uh, project they have, whether that's in school or whether that's you know, on the job. Um, one of the other areas I think uh, I feel is helpful 
and I know we're talking a lot about technology, is um, the understanding of how to uh, utilize programs um, such, excuse me, such as um, um, Excel or those that where you can manipulate data, um, Word for written communication and uh, PowerPoint. And these are just examples. They, they don't have to be these particular programs. But I find that those that are most successful in our operations are those that um, can collect information, put together a, pro a proposal or an idea around it, and then communicate it well uh, to the leadership uh, within our organization. So I think it's important for students to understand how to, to use those, uh, those types of programs um, to um, develop their ideas and then communicate them to those that are our decision makers. And, and to your point as well too, you know, the power of social media, you know, especially within the age we're living in is, you know, so prevalent. And with, you know, a lot of younger, you know, millennials and, and Gen Z, you know, utilizing, you know, these different mediums to, you know, get their message across, you know, I even remember, you know, Honda having, you know, or launched the Thank the Healthcare Healthcare, you know, hero social media campaign, you know, to encourage, you know, that gratitude and um, to doctors, nurses, paramedics, you know, fire yeah, and, yes. and whatsoever, you know, what, you know, those different individuals. So it's like, you know, there's all these different you know, areas where, you know, yes, you may not be a coder, but, you know, digital marketing, you know, that's another area where that's you, right. know, you can utilize your talents. That's right. That's right. And, and, uh, Rodney, to your, to your point, um, with, with the power of devices and programs and applications now, um, the, you know, and, and I'm sure you've talked about it with others on the podcast before, the, the career opportunities are endless because there, there are opportunities that don't exist today that are going ex to exist uh, tomorrow just based on where we're going with data and devices and technology. And um, I, I know that uh, for us at Honda and in the automotive industry specifically, as we continue to evolve based on the demands um, of uh, our customers with electrification, uh, with autonomous vehicles, um, we're continuing um, to evolve uh, internally to adapt to that, which then offers up new opportunities and new roles, which then we uh, promote and uh, market um, to those that are, you know, outside of the organization. And it's this, it seems to be this um, constant evolution now and constant change that we're in um, uh, which sometimes seems difficult to keep up with, quite honestly, um, but it's important for our sustainability. So um, we, uh, as you mentioned, are adapting when crisis and, and things come up. Um, we're looking at ways of leveraging our technology with helping to build face masks or face shields, um, helping to build components for respirators, um, and then our community outreach in, in uh, 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 thanking those individuals that are on uh, the front line, so to speak, medically, um, or offering and changing up uh, uh, Honda Odyssey so that we could uh, transport individuals that are uh, exhibiting or have COVID-19 safely, um, you know, to hospitals and so on. But I, I think those types of things are the types of things that uh, K-12 students need to understand, right? Those are the type of opportunities um, and, and that you could have uh, in, in an organization that you maybe didn't even know that you were going to be a part of, right? Um, but it's that agility of learning, um, uh, the understanding of uh, technology and devices, 
And uh, one of the things uh, that I've been thinking about is understanding how those devices are connected is very important as well, right? Um, I think we need to uh, continue to teach young people um, at a very young age uh, that this isn't magic, right? I mean, that that's a, that's a, can sometimes be a dangerous um, thought that we plan in their head. Uh, there's a there's an understanding that needs to happen around how these things work, whether it's simple, uh, broken down in a simple way or not. And I think it it, it behooves us to come together um, from our different aspects and perspectives and organizations to make sure that students are aware of how these things really work and how they can leverage them um, together uh, for some specific and positive output. Yeah, I, I think that's I mean it hits it right on the head. Um, it's not by magic. Right, <laughs> that's right. that, that is the, that's the main thing is that there's some there's some purpose and there's there's some other moving parts behind all of this stuff right. that makes it all work right. and 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 more importantly that they 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 can be a part of it. Um, I, I think yeah uh, when we talked with uh, Lisa Chambers with TechCore, uh, she said you know that's essentially that's the transition from being. Uh, consumers to developers, right? And and so I think that's that's where we want to you know get young people to. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Digital from Day One podcast. Make sure to visit our website at go.osu.edu/digitalday1. That's the number one, where you can find out how to subscribe, more information about our guests, and more information about our team. As always, we'd love to know what you think. Use the feedback form on the website or shoot us an email at digitalfromday1 at osu.edu. The one is actually spelled out here. Or simply give us a rating on iTunes. And we'd appreciate if you tell a friend about our little show here too. There's more to come from our guests in this episode, so be on the lookout for that. I'm Joel Nelson, along with Brendan Dickerson, and let's continue to make the connections to opportunity stronger. Until next time, everybody.